everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Hey guys, welcome back to God's Plan, Your Part. Tonight we're back in the Psalms, except this time we are not even going to finish this psalm because it is the longest psalm and chapter of the entire Bible. We're in Psalm 119. So tonight we are looking at verses 1 through... 80, help me, Ryan. 88. 88. There mm-hmm. we go. <laughs> so we're literally reading, well, <laughs> we are reading half of this uh, psalm. We'll read the other half in two days. Um, so this is the longest psalm. It's the longest uh, chapter of any book of the Bible. Uh, it is, in fact, longer than some actual books of the Bible. It's kind of wild. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, so what stuck out to you as you read over it there's there's a lot of recurring themes it there's a lot of repetition well i noticed that when the book opens it talks a lot about like just reflecting on god's god's provision in this person's life um how they like cling to him how their lives are kept pure by staying close to the word of god but It kind of takes a turn, it's interesting, towards the end of our reading today, not for the worse, but it's like, hey, God, like, I'm, I'm sticking it out, trying to, like, stay close to your word. Please, like, avenge me when people come after me, or, like, it feels like the world is falling in, like, over top of me. But specifically in verses, I believe it's 71, yeah, 71 and 72 caught my attention, uh, because he goes from saying, like, Thank you for everything you've done to verse 71 says, it is good for me that I was afflicted, that I might learn your statutes. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. And I feel like this really stuck out to me because it's basically saying like, thank you. Although it's not fun. Thank you for those times of affliction because it has taught me to lean in even more. Um, So that was what was like most like, oh, hey. That's kind of cool, too. So not only are we sad about <laughs> feeling the pains and, um, I guess, discomfort of life at times, we're also, like, thankful for those because it allows us to cling closer um, to who God is in his word, which kind of leads into what you were um, looking at, too, in verse 7. Was it 79? Yeah, I think it's really interesting. In 79, let those who fear you turn to me that they may know your testimonies. So it's this idea that um, it would be good for those who fear the Lord to get to know the writer personally so that the writer could show and teach what it means to fear the Lord. And it's sort of this idea of discipleship, I think, that is like, hey, like if you fear the Lord, if you love the Lord, you want to follow God, like follow me, follow me as I follow Christ. Paul says that Mm -hmm. Um, this idea that I love the Lord so much that I'm confident enough to teach other people what it means to know the Lord and follow the Lord. And ultimately what we want is to do that with other people as they do that with other people as they do that with other people. I think it it kind of is a reflection too of like real life for us. How many times I think of my own life, have I been impacted by the testimony of someone else? For sure. So I think that was a little bit of a reflection for me personally in those verses too. So just getting to know this Psalm, uh, this Psalm is an acrostic poem. So, I mean, a lot of the Psalms are poems, um, but this one is an acrostic. Um, The reason it is so long in length 
is because it is divided into 22 eight-verse sections. And those 22 sections all correspond with a letter of the Hebrew alphabet. So the Hebrew alphabet would have 22 letters in it. Um, each section of this psalm would begin, each, each verse, like each of the eight verses, would begin with the same Hebrew letter in each section. So if, if this was like the English equivalent, like it would be the A section, all the verses yeah. would start with A, the B section, all the verses would start with B, the C section, and so on and so forth. Um, th that's, that's why it's lengthy. That's why it's a little bit more artsy. Um, if you read the psalm, I would actually suggest that you at least take a look at what this psalm looks like in a book because it is a piece of poetry and it's like obviously different when you look at it. Um, there are headings for each set of eight verses um, that tell you what letter is being used as you read it. Um, kind of another interesting thing, if there's like a, it's almost like the answer key for the psalm, sort of. Um, when you hear certain English words, you can correspond these Hebrew ideas. So when it says law, uh, the Hebrew would be Torah, and that just means God's instruction. So when it is talking about his love for God's law, he's talking literally about his love for the instruction that he's received from the Lord through the Torah. Um, when he talks about testimonies, that would be what God has already declared to be his will. So actually, I think about times where the Ark of the Covenant was sometimes called the Ark of the Testimony. Hmm. Um, that was correlating to the Ten Commandments. It was God's will that they obey these Ten Commandments and that was the testimony. Uh, precepts would relate to what God has appointed to be done. So precepts would be like clear directives that we have. Statutes would be what the divine lawgiver has laid down. So it's kind of like this law term uh, that has this correlation of like what's right and what's wrong. And so like this is the right way to live your life. This is the right decisions you should be making. Uh, commandments would be obviously what God has commanded. Um, rules would be what the divine judge has ruled to be right. So similar to that idea of, um, what was that? Statutes. And then word, the words of what God has spoken. Seems like a lot of synonyms in there. Yeah, there's a ton. And the, <laughs> the overarching idea of this psalm is it is joyful to know the law of the Lord, the word of the Lord, um, the desires of the Lord. And when you know those things and you meditate on those things and you live a life full of those things, God looks out for you and cares for you and leads you. Um, is that still true today? <laughs> yes, I think so. Hmm. Uh, so it is still valuable for us today uh, to know God's word in a deep and powerful way. Um, I think I don't. It, it's sort of, I don't know, maybe you can speak into this. I don't know. But like. At times, there can be like this developing um, almost like resentment or hesitancy towards people that love God's word. Have, have you seen this or experienced this? It's kind of like a like dusty old idea. Yeah, like almost and not even from I, I'm talking like specifically from Christian culture, like almost this idea that like, well, you love God's word, but I love God's presence. And it's <laughs> like, um, that's kind of weird because the Old Testament and the New Testament are full of um, talking about the joy of the Lord when you study his word, mm -hmm. like how wonderful it is to know the laws, the precepts, the commands, the words of God. And so I don't understand sometimes how Christians get into this weird rut of almost thinking that like you're a lesser Christian if you're a student of the word. 
Mm-hmm. It's very odd to me. Um, I've seen at times like... Or diff- that it's less valuable. Yeah, that it's less valuable or it's just like, oh, you know, you need to... Like, it's cool that you love God's word, but I love, you know, I love being with the Lord. Well, yeah, like I am with the Lord by studying his word. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. It's hard for me to wrap my head around. Uh, if you guys have thoughts on that, you can leave us a comment. You can send us an email. I'd love to hear your feedback on that, actually. Um, I just think that this Psalm 119 and so many of the Psalms have talked about how important it is to study, to meditate, um, to walk out and live in what God's word says. I don't think that that has changed. And I think that it is so healthy for us and good for us. Uh, to be regularly studying, reading, mm-hmm. meditating on God's word, um, many studies have shown it is actually a healthy decision. It's a wise decision mm-hmm. uh, because when you read the word consistently, I think the studies showed like four times a week. Um, it it has immediate health benefits, immediate uh, just well-being benefits because we believe that the word was written by the Holy Spirit through these people that were inspired to Living write it. Active. Yeah, exactly. And so when you are, in a sense, like enjoying communion with the Holy Spirit through what the word has said, um, it's, a, it's a good life choice. So we encourage you to continue to do that. In fact, that is why we have a podcast to encourage you to do it, um, because we are benefiting from it ourselves. It's keeping us disciplined as well. So, so I guess I would just encourage you uh, as you go into this week, if you're keeping up to us like day by day, this is, <laughs> this is the Tuesday after Memorial Day. And so you're getting a little back into your rhythm, probably. I uh, just encourage you to take that, you know, that whatever, that day of getting back into rhythm to make sure you get some of God's word in your life. And probably a little bit more than some. Uh, Listen to the podcast. Go read Psalm 119 for yourself. Do whatever it takes uh, just to enjoy the word of the Lord, to understand his commands, his precepts, his law, and follow it. So I think if you do that, it will go well for you. We'll be back again tomorrow. See you then. Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing. Uh, If you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review, we'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word and your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today. Psalm 119. Blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with their whole heart who also do no wrong, but walk in his ways. You have commanded your precepts to be kept diligently. Oh, that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your statutes. Then I shall not be put to shame, having my eyes fixed on all your commandments. I will praise you with an upright heart. When I learn your righteous rules, I will keep your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I declare all the rules of your mouth. In the way of your testimonies I delight as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Deal bountifully with your servant, that I may live and keep your word. Open my eyes that I may behold the wondrous things out of your law. I am a sojourner on the earth. Hide not your commandments from me. 
My soul is consumed with longing for your rules at all times. You rebuke the insolent, accursed ones, who wander from your commandments. Take away from me scorn and contempt, for I have kept your testimonies. Even though princes sit plotting against me, your servant will meditate on your statutes. Your testimonies are my delight. They are my counselors. My soul clings to the dust. Give me life according to your word. When I told of my ways, you answered me. Teach me your statutes. Make me understand the way of your precepts, and I will meditate on your wondrous works. My soul melts away for sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. Put false ways far from me, and graciously teach me your law. I have chosen the way of faithfulness. I set your rules before me. I cling to your testimonies, O Lord. Let me not be put to shame. I will run in the way of your commandments when you enlarge my heart. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I will keep it to the end. Give me understanding that I may keep your law, and observe it with my whole heart. Lead me in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. Incline my heart to your testimonies, and not to selfish gain. Turn my eyes from looking at worthless things, and give me life in your ways. Confirm to your servant your promise, that you may be feared. Turn away the reproach that I dread, for your rules are good. Behold, I long for your precepts. In your righteousness give me life. Let your steadfast love come to me, O Lord, your salvation according to your promise. Then shall I have an answer for him who taunts me, for I trust in your word. And take not the word of truth utterly out of my mouth, for my hope is in your rules. I will keep your law continually forever and ever, and I shall walk in a wide place, for I have sought your precepts. I will also speak of your testimonies before kings, and shall not be put to shame. For I find my delight in your commandments, which I love. I will lift up my hands toward your commandments, which I love, and I will meditate on your statutes. Remember your word to your servant, in which you have made me hope. This is my comfort and my affliction, that your promise gives me life. The insolent utterly deride me, but I do not turn away from your law. When I think of your rules from of old, I take comfort, O Lord. Hot indignation seizes me because of the wicked, who forsake your law. Your statutes have been my songs in the house of my sojourning. I remember your name in the night, O Lord, and keep your law. This blessing has fallen to me, that I have kept your precepts. The Lord is my portion. I promise to keep your words. I entreat your favor with all my heart. Be gracious to me according to your promise. When I think on my ways, I turn my feet to your testimonies. I hasten and do not delay to keep your commandments. Though the cords of the wicked ensnare me, I do not forget your law. At midnight I rise to you because of your righteous rules. I am a companion of all who fear you of those who keep your precepts. The earth, O Lord, is full of your steadfast love. Teach me your statutes. You have dealt well with your servant, O Lord, according to your word. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I believe in your commandments. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. The insolent smear me with lies, but with my whole heart I keep your precepts. Their heart is unfeeling like fat, but I delight in your law. It is good for me that I was afflicted, that I might learn your statutes. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Your hands made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. 
Those who fear you shall see me and rejoice, because I have hoped in your word. I know, O Lord, that your rules are righteous, and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. Let your steadfast love comfort me according to your promise to your servant. Let your mercy come to me that I may live, for your law is my delight. Let the insolent be put to shame, because they have wronged me with falsehood. As for me, I will meditate on your precepts. Let those who fear you turn to me, that they may know your testimonies. May my heart be blameless in your statutes, that I may not be put to shame. My soul longs for your salvation. I hope in your word. My eyes long for your promise. I ask, when will you comfort me? For I have become like a wineskin in the smoke. Yet I have not forgotten your statutes. How long must your servant endure? When will you judge those who persecute me? The insolent have dug pitfalls for me. They do not live according to your law. All your commandments are sure. They persecute me with falsehood. Help me. They have almost made an end of me on earth, but I have not forsaken your precepts. In your steadfast love, give me life, that I may keep the testimonies of your mouth. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.